parents. Welcome to Teenager Tuesday. My name is Angela Lins. I'm one of the executive pastors here at Hope Fellowship, and I have Aaron Alexander here with me, who is the other executive pastor. It's true. I am. All right. So we are going to continue our conversation from last week, where we were just talking about how to be a good parent when life expects a lot from us. So I think the next part of this conversation is as we move from, you know, over our kids to coaching our kids or where you are now is where you're helping to be behind and kind of help get them in the right direction as they grow older. Um, What are things that we need to do so that our kids want to actually ask us for advice as they get older? Mm. Uh, For my kids, Two are, two are at that point where they actually come for some advice. One is, is still not quite there. Um, but with older teenagers, I think every all of them, it happens at different times. I think for my husband and I, the best thing we've ever done is just be present. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a kid who was raised in a great home. They loved Jesus, loved me. Um, but they didn't really ask a lot of questions or um really know kind of what was going on in our life. I have a, a lot of siblings. It was There was just right. always a lot going right. on. Um, there's a fine balance between asking too many questions and being nosy in your kid's life and asking enough questions so that they know you care. Um, I don't ask a lot of yes or no questions. I ask open-ended questions so that they're kind of forced to give me a little bit more information um, than just a yes or it was fine, you know, whatever. Um, and I think also the other thing is we have to be actually who we say we are. So if I tell my kids, hey, we sh- you should live this way, you should act this way, we should serve Jesus this way, if I'm not that same person outside of the house as I am at home, I don't think my kids are going to want to ask my advice. It's true. I don't think they're going to want to know what I know because they're going to—if if we're different people outside of our home, they don't really want to be like that. Or, or, or emulate what we're doing or living. Um, so I think being consistent in your lifestyle, admit that you can be wrong. I have to apologize m- constantly to my kids. Hey, I screwed up at this. I messed up at this. And I think my kids have seen me be really real and authentic when I'm struggling or having a hard day or even days that I feel like, hey, I'm, I'm just not feeling like I'm good enough at this or I can handle this. And I, I don't I don't feel like I am doing a good job at it. I'm really real about my emotions and my feelings about um, those struggles. And so I think when we can be authentic, it's easier for our teenagers to be authentic with us. Good. That's really good. Um, something I'm, I'm always trying to navigate here with my kids as well as they get older is not trying to be careful for this thing is trying to be careful that I don't communicate that. I, I have to approve or disapprove. You know, everything is about That's I approve so or disapprove. Good. Because yeah. then they're doing everything for my approval. Right. Or at some point they think I will never make you happy enough so I don't care anymore. Yeah. And then then I've lost that. Yeah. You know, I've lost – because really what it is is influence. Mm-hmm. I want to keep influence with I my agree. children. I think we want to find a way that we do that. Because there really is – and this is part of my own coaching or counseling journey over the last year or two – was understanding – that there's the difference between control, you know, kind of like our, our fight. When we have fight yeah. or flight and we have things with our kids, we, will, we feel like one of our responses is control. I want to control them. You know, I want to make sure I am making every decision or being in every decision. I want to control the outcome. And also, because we feel a lot of pressure about 
the product we have of our kids. Yeah, that we think they reflect. Yeah, they reflect us, and everything is. If if I have bad kids, I've done a bad job. Yes, you know. And but I think that's where it leads us into control a lot. But I think that can lead into a lot of manipulation. Mm -hmm. You know, and anger and anxiety both ways because Mm -hmm. we're controlling, and nobody wants to work for a controlling boss. Nobody wants a controlling parent. And then the other side that we think that that we think is is there from control is resignation, where we kind of withdraw. We're passive, going like, okay, well. I there, give up. I give up. You yeah. do what you want to do. You know, that's the the flight or that freeze response of I, I don't know what to do or I don't want to be control. So the only other option is resignation in that going like I put my hands up going whatever. It, just do what you want to do. But I, I, through my own counseling journey, I really just found out that there's there's a middle there's a third, and it really is that surrender. Oh, that's and good. Because I think it involves a partnership, you know, with God, a partnership with the spirit. And that's where, and also a partnership with your kid. And that's where the influence comes in because you you are trying to figure out where you place. In all this, we're trying to figure out where do I place my trust. Mm-hmm. You know, with control, it's it's in myself. You know, resignation, it's somebody else, anything else. I don't yeah. care. But I think that middle ground, the harder journey, but the more rewarding journey is that surrender because we're partnering with God. Mm-hmm. You know, we've decided this is where we're going to go and I'm going to trust God for this. Because the older we become with parents, as, as you know, or with our, our kids get older, we realize how sometimes it's not up to us. Mm-hmm. You know, we we can go. I've done everything I can. I don't know why it's this way. You know, so we have to get. We're not, we're in less control of certain of those things as we than we think we are. So the more that we surrender, the more we give up and trust God for that process. I think the healthier good. we are, and I think the healthier our relationships are. I think that's so good. Okay, so speaking of health, is it even possible as a parent to have a healthy work life balance? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually don't believe that there's such thing as balance. Hmm. I think that somebody's always going to win. It's kind of a sliding scale. It's kind of a, um, there are weeks, let, let's say here at Hope, that Christmas Eve and Easter, work is going to get more of my time and energy than my family's going to get right. because we have crazy schedules and services and a lot of staff things going on. Um, but other weeks, my family may need more. I think if everyone is getting what they need when they need it, that is the only type of balance I really care about. Um, You're not going to be able to give 110% to everybody all the time. But I can give the best of what I have to give when it's needed at those times. My kids don't need me 24 7, 110% of the time. They they don't. They go to school, they have friends, they have jobs. But my work doesn't need me 24-7, 110% of the time. But it's trying to find, it's just managing the two tensions, making sure one's not consistently getting more than the other, making sure that everyone feels seen and valuable and um, that I'm being intentional with all things there. I think that's how I would view healthy. I I think I agree. Because I think it's before you go down that road, you have to even define healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, In some instances, people will say, the healthy is where they're gone a lot and everybody's getting along, you know? Right. And I, I don't I don't, I don't think, think that's healthy because so. how we tend to look at it is healthy in our context is sustainable. Mm-hmm. You that's look at, great. Because there's some seasons where you're like, okay, it's just going to be a lot, you know? But you have to look overall, how do you find something that's sustainable? Mm-hmm. Um, but then also it's equitable to those around you. You know, that 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 the, the system and the way you have it set up and the balance, quote unquote balance, um, is equitable to the kids, to the spouse, to right. the relationships, other friendships you have. Um, I do. I think we we live in an area where it's you f- there's a lot of pressure 
to be involved in everything and yeah. to do everything. I think say you yes need to, to say yeah. And I think you have to ask yourself, why are you doing that? What's the pressure? It goes back to the guilt things. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing the things you're doing? Um, you know, what is what are the values th- that you have for your family yeah. that are being supported by the decisions you make? One of the th- a quote I heard at a conference years ago, and I have used this so often in making decisions over the years on what do I say yes to? What do I say no to with my kids in regards to all of their things? And um, and balancing that and, and measuring that with work is sometimes you have to say no to good things to be able to say yes to the great things. Right. Like, you have to be able to say no to some stuff. There are a lot of good things that I could say yes to, taking this to this person, taking a meal to this person. But is this the right time, the right season for me to do that? Sometimes I have to say no to that because I have to say yes to the thing that is greater need in that moment. And that is my family, my children, my husband, myself. Yeah, because the kids are paying attention. They're paying attention to what we say yes to and what we say no to. And there was a season when my kids were younger when I'd come home and— I found myself so tired that all I could do was say no. Mm-hmm. And I felt I so challenged and convicted that I was saying no to them, but yes to everything else. Yeah. And so I, so I went through a season where I just said yes to everything they asked. Do you want to play ball? Do you want to throw this? Do you want to go do this? Yeah. You know, and I never once regretted it. Yeah. Never I don't think once. we ever will. Time with our kids is the one thing that we will never regret saying yes to. Absolutely. So, well, I don't know about you, but even though the world tries to tell me constantly I'm a bad parent, I... I have to choose to keep reminding myself that I'm the parent that God chose for my kiddos. Mm -hmm. He gave me every tool I needed Mm -hmm. for my exact kids that I have. And you're enough. And I'm enough. I'm enough. You're enough. Parents listening, you are enough. You're exactly what your kiddos need. So signing off, you can do this. You're not alone. God is with you. And so are we. We'll see you. Have a great week. 